Hey there, lovely people. It's been so long since uh, we did one of these louder videos and um, it's just really lovely to connect with you this way again. Um, I want to get straight into it today. I'm actually going to put in a couple of clips into this video. So rather than this being just me being a, a straight talking head like this, uh, it's actually based around two clips. So this is just like the intro part and then there'll be a, a little outro part as well. Um, <clears throat> but just to kind of uh, say, there's a question that I have pretty much being asked every day uh, by people as I walk about and um, in my emails and so on. Uh, which is, where are the teachers? Where are the teachers during this time? Now, if I say certain words here, uh, this video is not going to survive. So let's talk about hair care, as I am a perfect person to talk about hair products and hair care. So, I find a lot of people kind of inquiring about spiritual teachers' hair care routines at this time when it's such a hard time to take care of our hair in the world. You see what I'm saying? So uh, if you would like to comment below, please comment about hair care, travel, trip, travel tips, uh, and all that sort of thing. So that being said, why are so many, I'm not saying everyone, okay? So, you know, if your spiritual teacher isn't a goddamn coward uh, and has lost their humanity, about talking about hair care, uh, then of course this doesn't include them. Uh, and you might be thinking, well, who is this guy to be, you know, saying this about these things? So you have to remember that um, there's no bypassing being a human being. And any spirituality that, that advocates that is just full of it, quite honestly. You know, there's no, we're not here to throw off our lives. We're here that the life should be a reflection of the, the illumination that is actually sort of throughout all things, but that we cut ourselves off from in the sin of missing the mark over and over again. Hence, our hair is a terrible mess. Um, and yours truly uh, is, you know, the product of the colonial project. Um, across centuries. Uh, my father uh, was an Indian Muslim uh, and uh, in the time of the partition I lost my grandma and three of my aunties to that time. Uh, we lost our ancestral land. Um, I don't even know where it is, <laughs> as it were, uh, because all records are gone. My mother was a Northern Irish Catholic uh, a divi another divided country. Um, so obviously, you know, hair is really important in these scenarios. And of course, there's genetic memory uh, about these things, racial memory. And to deny one's outwardness in the pretense of being spiritual, to deny one's humanity in the um, aspect of being spiritual, uh, which is a false idea of spirituality to begin with. Um, well, I don't know. I just don't know. I don't know how you can let your hair be seen in public. 
uh, in this way. So what I want to do is uh, I'm going to post you uh, a, post a little video now by uh, a wonderful woman called Sarah Bartosi. I hope I've said that right, Sarah. Sarah's given me permission to share this. So this is not just lifted off TikTok or something uh, and just thrown out here going, look at this. Everything is done with permission. And then I'm going to share with you, because we talked about this at length in my um, in our membership area, the open space, uh, which is part of, of the Authentic Living website. It's a private members area called the open space, where I make monthly videos for them talking about things that we can't talk about out here normally, you know, uh, because you come with the wrong kind of hair and, um, you know, that people just don't like that. So uh, I made this almost hour-long uh, video for the open space the other day for the open space members. And there was a, a, a 10, 15 minute chunk where we really got into this. So, um, so I'm not talking about your teacher, okay? And if you have egoically attached to a teacher uh, and they're leading you down the wrong path, well, that is your sort of karmic stuff to deal with, you know. Uh, I did that in the past. Um, and it's all part of the, the movement towards realization. So awareness of, you know, hitching ourselves to these things is, uh, is, is part of the growing up. I did that for two decades, actually. Well, a decade and a bit. Uh, I hitched my boat to completely the wrong wagon quite early in my life uh, and uh, I, I kind of hint at it from time to time, found myself in the middle of a cult. It took me years to get out and then to get deprogrammed from all that and at some point we will talk about that. Um, I've not been able to make a video for a long, long time because as some of you know, we had a very significant bereavement in the family. Uh, yours truly has been the, you know, as the elder of the family, um, the carrier of uh, all that goes with that, uh, and the person who had to organize everything around that, uh, whilst it also hit so deeply, um, and there's no bypassing that either. You know, you cannot bypass grief and you cannot bypass loss. What you can do is make sure that you work through these times by not making a pain body out of that and attaching it to your egoic identity. You become aware of your ego and your identity, therefore it doesn't have the same sort of power over you. So that's where I've been and um, as you can see, uh, I've put a stone of grief weight on and, uh, and I was thinking, well maybe, you know, over the next little while, we'll just have some videos where we um, talk about these things very, very honestly, and maybe we can kind of work along together to take some of our grief weight down and things like that. But let me stop here. Let me share Sarah's little video with you, uh, where the question about um, the teachers of hair care uh, are, uh, and, uh, and what she feels about them. And then I'll follow it up with um, this excerpt this sort of 10, 15 minute excerpt from the most recent open space satsang. And I'll probably post this on Substack, maybe as a podcast, um, and on YouTube. So 
this is likely to cause a number of you to unfollow from various places. That's absolutely fine. Um, all one can do is to hold a question up, uh, not necessarily to be an answer, but because we're afraid of questions, we cling to these false spaces. So here's Sarah, then the satsang video, and my love and kindness to you this day. All those uh, spiritual people um, claiming their lights and love, praising light and love and staying uh, neutral in the face of a genocide. I mean, uh, is it upsetting? Yes. They are just uh, colonizers and they are just putting the population uh, even more asleep. These things are raising uh, Earth's vibration. I think uh, as if Earth needs them to raise our, uh, our vibration, of course. I mean, I think it's like completely ridiculous. I think they are narcissistic people and they are completely, uh, they have completely lost uh, their empathy and their humanity. And uh, I blame them all, also a lot. Yes, <laughs> my heart is doing like that because it's like uh, anger. Yes, of course, sadness, of course. I mean, uh, how can you preach love and light and uh, not see the suffering of uh, people that are on earth right now, completely detaching yourself from it? I mean, come on. No, you are not a being of love. You are not a being of light. No, you are just a selfish being locked into your little golden bubble. What I will say, uh, reflecting on, on this, is is that you do know people by their actions. What's the saying? Actions speak louder than words. And it's not that one should uh, perform uh, actions that others think you should, you know, um, i.e. being seen on protests or doing this, that or the other, whatever seems to be the thing to do. Very often, energies run away with people and uh, we go for what we think we're supposed to do, not realizing that this is what we've been trained to do. Uh, we've been trained to be reasonable. We've been trained to be responsible. We've been trained to be, you know, quiet. Um, and, uh, you know, and you look at that when <laughs> a friend came around last night, we were talking about how when, uh, uh, the French protest, French farmers are protesting at the minute and they've just um, been pouring loads of manure into bank lobbies, you know, <laughs> they're much more, um, uh, you know, close to, to life in that way, I suppose. And, um, uh, but we are, we've been trained to be afraid uh, of, um, of doing things in, in a way that kind of goes out of the groove, that, um, that then will kind of, you know, lose us in people's eyes. Um, and I feel that this is exactly that, you know, with the teachers, as it were, uh, that we have self-trained or they have self-trained themselves into compliance. Um, and we really need to be thinking uh, and understanding, not thinking, but if you sit with this true energy of life, you know, uh, it, it, it's a different moral landscape. 
because uh, it's not coming from thought and uh, it's not an obedient um, energy. Uh, it seeks life and it preserves life and it wants to go to life and love and it is not for bypassing. Um, it's like trying to negotiate with electricity, you know, <laughs> while holding bare wires. Um, and so uh, yours truly, at least anyway, experiences that I have no choice. When it moves and says, you're doing this now, that's what I have to do. And, um, you know, I was told very clearly, uh, we're coming up to the ninth year since, um, since the instruction <laughs> was given uh, as clearly as it was given to teach and so on. And there's just literally no way. It doesn't matter about how many people are there. It's, it's that we just turn up, you know. So on the one hand, I think it's the training. Uh, on the other hand, I think it's a, it's a moral failure. Um, and watch what happens when this is finally over, whatever that is, when more people are dead, when more things are torn apart, when things are irreparable um, in so many ways on, on both the human and the uh, traumatic and grieving level, creating deep wounding vasana for everyone, for those warred upon and those warring. Um, you know, I'm not saying, I, my, I am interested in in everybody's soul here. Um, and I make that abundantly clear. Uh, but I can't condone being interested in your soul doesn't mean I'm going to let you hurt somebody, you know. Um, if I can somehow get in the way or intervene, then that's what we do. You know, that's maybe the Irish side of me coming up or something like that. I don't know. It's always been like this. So it's somehow in the blood. Um, but watch what happens when a suitable amount of time has passed, how they will be then moral and talk about things. And morals are easy to talk about after everybody's dead. It's very easy to say the right thing later. You know, there's no risk anymore. And so time will pass until there's no more risk. And then they will claim to have uh, been doing things all along, you know. Um, I, I guarantee it. And that will be politically, spiritually, and so on, and so on, and so on. Um, I'm interested, as I say, in everybody's soul, including the teachers, those who visit war and difficulty and uh, supremacist-based structures upon people, and those on the receiving end of that. Uh, and I'm also mostly interested in um, in the movement to awakening for people so that by consequence that violence of the world decreases. So for each person who awakens more to the truth of who they are, to the what is, to the absolutely natural state, that's, it's not really, inside is not the right word, that it is throughout um, all things and beyond time at the same time. 
that it's just now this now fixes it as a time where that's not even true uh, as it were um, but um, so it's it's beholden on us as practitioners or within the practitioner realm and if you're a teacher you're still a practitioner uh, and you still have to deal with your human karmas uh, and your human stuff and your path then it's beholden on us to wake the heck up and to get home uh, and to remove our energy at the very least to divest these systems as much as possible of our energy and then also our um, entanglements financial and uh, vocal and so on and so on and so on we withdraw uh, from that the more that uh, the, the clarity of, of what is shines out in us um, and then the third thing around the teachers uh, and I'm sparing no uh, stuff today I'm afraid is is that you also have to remember it's not everybody okay but there's a lot of this out there what they're teaching is stolen it's still colonialism it's still that global north supremacist model uh, so that has now moved from uh, well not quite has it you know taking land from under people and taking the mineral wealth and and, and giving themselves space uh, to plundering um, the eastern religions or other religions of the world uh, and taking you know those teachings because they're nice and exotic looking appending them to oneself throwing away the spiritual core of them turning them into things like mindfulness turning them into things like uh you know exercise only yoga wine and yoga dog yoga naked yoga goat yoga although naked yoga i, I really do like uh, i have to say <laughs> but um uh, personally you know when I do my practice at home in the morning but you don't need that image um, uh, so a lot of what is going on around the world these spiritual retreats and so on they're basically colonialism you know and so to um, and again it's 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 missing the mark it's not following the path of your own Dharma it, it's not that they're bad people necessarily it's just that they have learned to steal steal everything instead of finding out for themselves it's to miss the mark it's to not practice the Dharma it's to not follow the path and um, and so it, it fits that supremacist model you know it really does and so one would have to admit that to oneself um, in order to kind of you know make amends and and actually do the work but we want to be seen for having more than we have a lot of the time and we want to be seen to have the latest goodies so you know it's gone from yoga in the 70s to everything being you know for 30 40 years or so of that stuff the kind of uh, all the different yogas that, uh, that came out the different meditation practices you know mantra um, anything that can be sucked up 
and stripped down and capitalized upon uh, is kind of used. And then there's an entire industry built around that worth, um, I'm, I'm trying to remember the last figures I saw, uh, which is probably a few years ago, but you know, the, the basic yoga industry was, was sort of $10 billion a year. That was about five years ago. Um, so there's a lot of kind of that kind of investment in it as well. And then reputation and so on built on stolen things. So, so you have to consider that too. And so the way out for these people and for anyone is to actually practice. That's all that need be done. And then it will all clean itself up, but we have to be prepared to let go of the acquisitions we have. And, and that's not enough. We need to also make amends because without that, uh, there can't be any uh, actual movement. You know, you cannot wake up and, uh, and not clean up your act around you. You can't just say, oh, I'm done with that now. And then everybody still has, uh, you know, it's still bleeding and destroyed uh, from, from what has been done for such a long time. Uh, a very famous Malcolm X quote is, is that if you uh, stab me in the back with a blade that's nine inches long uh, and then pull out the blade six inches and say, you're sorry, uh, that really, you know, you've still killed me, you know. And, um, and so, yeah, so I think the teachers generally, uh, are, are kind of in a mire of all this stuff and what we need is true practice, um, and trying to kind of hedge your bets and play the game and, um, not actually speak for life. <clears throat> there's there's not wanting to lose what they've built and so uh, uh which is you know how people see them and the money in the pocket always oh, the money uh, and then the structures that are kind of grown up around them whereas uh as we're saying you know these videos that we started doing earlier in the year um my own approach is burn it down burn down anything that's false. It doesn't even need you to burn it down. That if you practice for true, then, then it just doesn't mean anything, you know? Those things don't mean anything at all. Um, they're, they're, they're okay structurally. They fit within the mandala that we've been talking about, but um, it doesn't matter what we call it anymore. It doesn't matter. Um, whether we have reputation or not. Uh, but, you know, we're still in the realm of building fiefdoms. This is what's changing, I think. This is the big change that's coming. Um, but do, do be careful when these people come back uh, and start claiming uh, moral high ground and, and, and so on. Um, no need to hate on them, but just let them go. Uh, if, if that's what you feel like you want to do, you know. Well, welcome back. 
and uh, I want to just read this little passage from the the Gita from you. And while I was actually um, looking at this, this is from chapter two of the Gita. I was also thinking that if Jesus was around right now, you know, uh, during his ministry, you know, during his age, 30 to 33, uh, what would he be saying about this time? What do you think? This is what the, the Gita says. Considering your Dharma, you should not vacillate. For a warrior, nothing is higher than a war against evil. The warrior confronted with such a war should be pleased. Arjun for it comes as an open gate to heaven. But if you do not participate in this battle against evil, you will incur sin, violating your dharma and your honour. The story of your dishonour will be repeated endlessly, and for a man of honour, dishonour is worse than death. These brave warriors will think you have withdrawn from battle out of fear, and those who formerly esteemed you will treat you with disrespect. Your enemies will ridicule your strength and say things that should not be said. What could be more painful than this? Thank you for listening to these uh, hair care tips. As I say, we'll have more hair care videos soon. Uh, my love to you this day. And... Um, yeah, see you really soon.